from dinosaurs, robots, and more. God certainly created man to build things to destroy ourselves with. And isn't that fun? Isn't that a fun thought? But anyways, this is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. <laughs> Such a warm and positive way to, to open the show, Brandon. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. And and welcome. Welcome to welcome. Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Let's welcome make a podcast. It. Let's do it. Let's do it. Season four be damned. We don't... We don't need new content. We will make our own. What is what is a show even about? What what do we even podcast about? You know, Rick, we we'll podcast about Ricks, Mortys. <laughs> summer's right around the corner. We got that's right. We got that's a whole right. summer before we might see season four. So, uh, yeah, welcome. If if you're new to the show, thanks for checking it out. There are a whole lot of other episodes that you can. You can watch or listen to uh, before this one. Uh, but thanks to everybody that is watching us on Twitch, over on YouTube, or listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google things. <laughs> uh, how are how, how you doing, Brandon? How how you uh, been? You had a you good know, weekend? I'm, yeah, it was it was a pretty good, good weekend. I went to went to Universal this weekend. Uh, I saw some some poor little reckless bastards in a claw machine. <laughs> It was Tweeted really them out. Uh, it was really weird that there were a bunch of Mortys and in a single Mister Poopy Butthole plush inside a claw machine at Universal. There's like no other references to those those characters anywhere else. I, I gotta uh, say, that I, claw machine. I, I see Rick and Morty plushes in many a claw machine. Uh, I was at Dave and Buster's this weekend and saw uh, Pickle Ricks uh, that were almost impossible to actually obtain. But they were definitely in the claw machines. They were there. So. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, as as Brandon uh, adjusts his camera live uh, on stream, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over how you can reach us if you're a fan of the show and would like to ask a question or just follow us on social media. You can check us out over on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod. You can head over to our subreddit, Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com, or you can go to Rick and Morty.reddit.com, the official Rick and Morty subreddit. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Rick and Morty Podcast or head to our website, rickandmortypod.com. Uh, additionally, there is Facebook, facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast. And as always, email us at rickandmortypodcast at gmail.com. Everyone's most high tech and official way to contact podcasts. Uh, finally, if you are interested in supporting the show financially, you can head over to patreon.com slash Rick and Morty Pod. And help us out that way. That would be sweet. Uh, all right. Cool. All right. We did it. All right. All Lots those things are done. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to. <laughs> That's the show. That's all we got, That's guys. It. That's it. Nah, we got plenty of show for you guys. This is going to be a great episode. I'm super excited about it. Uh, so I think we should just get right into the first segment. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, I, I, think, I think you're absolutely right. I think we should get straight we should get right into the next let's, segment let's not let's not waste time we have a let's lot to talk dally. about so let's get into some semi-pertinent news you did it 
You you done ah. you done gone done and done it, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> That's 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 when that's when it drops. That's what. Oh, oh, that's I should be like getting ready for yeah. the, the beats to drop. Uh, all right, so we only really have one big thing to talk about in semi-pertinent news, and that's mega, 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 mega con, 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 con Orlando. Low, low, low. Uh, tell oh, us, tell us everything you. that we need to know about MegaCon Orlando, Brandon. Oh my God! So I want to know you... dates. I want to know times. I want to know featured guests. Okay. I want to know what cosplay you're going to be wearing. I want to know everything. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Uh, MegaCon Orlando happening. If you're listening to this podcast right now, it is happening this fucking weekend on the 18th. <laughs> you better hope you're May. listening quick, guys. Of May and, and ladies. <laughs> are you gonna be in orlando <laughs> yeah yeah i bet you are are you gonna be at megacon orlando <laughs> yeah i bet you are hope you already are you gonna be tickets you better uh head over uh four four o'clock in the afternoon on saturday uh we'll be doing we will be i say we will be we as in the royal we <laughs> I will, I will have a picture of Travis there. Uh, but That's I what I want. T- I want a framed 8x10 of my picture, <laughs> like, just on the panel stage next to you the whole time. Just, yeah. like... <laughs> just, just blank-faced and not saying squat. <laughs> and if there was a way I could call in or, like, video call in, I, I would clear my calendar. <laughs> I I would I would I would love that, uh, but you know you know how those you know how sh- spotty <laughs> yeah it's hit, hit or miss like you never know how the Wi Fi is gonna be or if there's gonna yeah. be Wi Fi and then you, right. get, you know when we did a like live panel the two of us that we tried to record for uh, that's for apathetic enthusiasm right that was it was it was yeah just trying to get like our portable recording equipment like run through the convention uh the convention halls like system was it was a mess it was it was just a mess (laughs) so yeah i i i don't anticipate uh being able to participate but i i am excited for you i'm excited that you get the the chance to do this it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i hope um (laughs) uh, it's gonna be uh basically it's what we do on the show all the time uh, it's the, the the panel is called Alternative Rick Mentions, a Rick and Morty fan panel. Uh, it'll just be me, but uh, we'll have some prizes. We'll have um, we'll have some, I'll, I'll throw out some trivia. We'll talk about characters. We'll talk about theories. And uh, if you are there, if you are in Orlando and you are a cosplayer, um, you can uh, get a chance to have me comment and say, Oh, that's good. I don't have time for that, but yeah, I'm glad you about, did. How about that? And I, I'll call attention to how awesome you are. Um, but, uh, I will try to record it. Um, whether, whether that be video and, or just audio and, uh, maybe release that as bonus content, no promises because whenever I say I'm going to do something, then it, it runs the chance that I won't actually do it. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes sometimes we really try to do things and then we screw them up. But that's that's <laughs> yeah. fine. That's fine. Uh, I, I I I I try to live by Yoda's famous say, famous phrase, which is "Do or do not, 
or try. That's that's cool too. But you probably screw it up if you do. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, trying's okay. Fail fast. That's what I always say. And <laughs> and and we learn things. So, all right. Well, um, like, what else is going on at MegaCon? Like, is there? Are you like the the thing to see in Rick and Morty news at MegaCon or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you go to MegaCon, if you go to the website, there's not going to be any other people on there. Um, <laughs> it's just going to be it's going to just we're on the homepage and it's, it's just it's just it, a picture I, of the two of us with an X in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, canceled Travis Menard. Uh, hey, if uh, I if I start driving right now, I could have my car break down somewhere in the Carolinas uh, and still not make it to make it God. So, you know, it's, uh, I, it is, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's not a bad idea. No, it's, well, okay, it's yeah, a terrible no, it idea. Yeah. I don't yeah. have time to drive down to Florida <laughs> this weekend, uh, um, but hopefully you do. Hopefully you, you have a chance to, to check out the panel. Uh, if not, you know, hit us up, let us know what your favorite Rick and Morty panels or just, I don't know, conventions have been that you've gone to. Is this is this a straight up comic convention? What is like yeah. the the name is very nondescript. What is it's is it a it, Mega Man it's... convention? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the MegaCon Orlando, the the internet's twenty fourth Meg... annual mega biggest Mega Man convention <laughs> in the northern hemisphere. Yeah, well this is this is Mega Man one through six. Uh, uh it's the Mega okay. Man one through six convention. Yeah, for the purists. Yeah, the old yeah. school Mega Man fans. Legacy Collection One Con is this weekend, and Legacy Collection Two, starting with Mega Man Seven, that's that's uh, that's in Vegas uh, in July. <laughs> okay, good. Well, hey, maybe I can make it to that one. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why they let you do a Rick and Morty panel during a Mega Man convention, but I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Um, I, I'm re- I'm really I'm really excited and and I I want to I want to just go throw this out there again Saturday May 18th at 4 p.m. in room N220D. Uh, I got some stuffs from from Symbiote Studios, uh, our my local comic store, old comic spot. Um, and uh, yeah, here's here's a little synopsis uh, thing I wrote. <clears throat> oh, join oh. us for a fan discussion of Rick and Morty. Bring a friend, bring a theory, and leave your Szechuan sauce at the door to join Brandon Cruz, host of Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast, on a journey through Rick and Morty. The panel will explore characters, stories, theories, and other guided discussions about the hit animated series. Flashback three years ago. <laughs> three weeks. Later. I just, I just, I just think our story should start. At the beginning, that's, that's all. Uh, speaking of stories, starting where they begin, uh, yes. I don't know. Do you have any other random semi-pertinent news in your pocket, or otherwise we can get into some social media minutes? No. Uh, well, I do. I do want to say this, and I don't think I'm authorized to say anything about it. But there are. There's rumor that there may be a uh, Reddit AMA with some some high ups. On- some 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 important peeps from the show. Yeah, yeah. Not not naming any names or Ooh. saying anything, but Ooh. that's you get, rumor. You're getting the deets, the official exclusives right here for our yeah. listeners. Rumor uh, rumor on the street. Rumor on the street. So uh, the Reddit street. Keep, Subreddit. Stay <laughs> tuned. Street. Stay tuned to interdimensional RSS for all your exclusive details. Or the subreddit. Or, mean, or, or the, the subreddit. Or. Just go to the subreddit. The subreddit's way better. 
All right. They post like memes on there all the time. And they actually pay attention to things. Yeah. So, all right. Well, <laughs> but Travis, you know, let's let's not talk about any of that anymore. Let's talk about the things we know. And we know that it is something that we do every episode and it is time for the Dan Harmon social media minute. Dan, Dan. Dan Harmon social media minute when you only have a minute and we're gonna win it with the Dan Harmon social media minute all right <laughs> yeah. uh boy. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm learning I'm learning from Dan right because Dan the man Dan Harmon co-creator of Rick and Morty is all about that Instagram and he is going through a, a phase right now where he is freestyling i'm assuming he he is singing songs while he drives his car uh his setup has gotten progressively better um as as like like his camera angles are getting better but yeah so he he raps or sings songs while he's driving his car and then like fixes them up later with like a bunch of post-production stuff and then post them on his instagram and one of my favorites in, in, in the recent posts of Dan Harmon is a little ditty entitled Late for a Meeting. And I'm going to play it from the beginning. So just hold on a second. <laughs> sometimes you're late for a meeting. Sometimes you're on time. Sometimes you're punctual. This time is not that time. You left too late for your meeting, and now you're quite rude. You are that guy, you are that fucking dude that rolls in ten minutes late and acts like he's so sorry, but you just take advantage of the fact that people can't start without you. All right, all right. You gotta, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to follow Dan on Instagram for the for the full track. Uh, also, I noticed some of these songs are, and I don't know if it's intentional or not, but they they loop really well. And uh, obviously, like most videos on Instagram, will loop and continue to play over and over again. But I feel like Dan is going the extra mile. Oh, and and like cutting it at the right spot so that the loop will be a little bit cleaner. And I expect yeah. nothing less from a, from a true artist like Dan than <laughs> than to really to really you know put in that extra touch. So, so yeah, thank you, Dan. To, to make, thank you to make sure it loops. Yeah. Thank you for the late for a meeting song. Thank you. Uh, I will think about that song every time someone is late to one of my meetings, uh, or any time that I know they can't start without me, and I'm taking my time getting to whatever meeting I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or when we're starting a podcast and I say it'll Almost. be like 10, 15 minutes and then I show up 40 minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's, that's about it for semi-pertinent news. It is now time for, believe it or not, the, the main thing. 
It's the main thing, main thing for you, main thing for me, main thing to show all of your buddies. It's main thing for you, main thing for me. Let's all go to the main thing party and dance all the night. Okay, let's go. Dance all the night. Let's go dance all the night in the main thing. Uh, All right, everybody. So as, as we lamented in our previous episode, uh, we have, we have limited content with which to cover. So we thought we would use this, this break in the seasons to look back at a, a selection of episodes and dig a little bit deeper and talk about some of the source material, some of the source content that they're based on. And instead of just doing generalized episode recaps, look back at certain episodes uh, through a different lens and, and really just, just talk about some of our favorites one more time. Uh, and, and, and so the episode that we decided to discuss first is a little episode called Anatomy Park from way back in season one. It's the Christmas special. Way back. Way, way back. Way, way back. Going back in the way back Rick and Morty machine to cover a little bit of theme park action. Um, and and we've, we've, covered, we've covered this episode now. This will be essentially our third time covering this episode. Really? We uh, covered it? Oh, because we tried to do the like, like talk about it, like commentary style. Did we do that with yeah. this episode? Ooh, I, those are pretty I think- rough. I think so. Sorry for anyone who listened to those uh, when when we partnered with that that bear thing or that one time. Um, cool something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Which I don't think I don't know if they're a company anymore. They might not be. Look at that. We outlived. A Sometimes company. you're late for a meeting. <laughs> Um, but so yeah, this is our, uh, essentially our third time covering it. But we're not going to cover all the Christmas stuff. Nah, we're gonna no B plot. We're sticking straight to the A plot this time, suckers. We wanna we wanna make sure that we are looking at it from the lens of uh, the movies that it's referencing, the movies and the shows that it's referencing. Um, and so, with that in mind, Anatomy Park is is perfectly suited to kind of have this discussion about Jurassic Park or. Uh, and I notice you you alt control alt x of the Jurassic on the show notes <laughs> and put Anatomy instead. That's right. For a strike through. Um, so with that, with that in mind, I mean, let's let's jump right into it. We all know we all know Jurassic Park. Everyone knows do we, Jurassic. Do Park. we know Jurassic Park? Because maybe yes. I grew up in a time where Jurassic World was the only the only thing to watch. No, no. Let's. I I want to talk just for a minute about Jurassic Park itself and sort of what was your experience with the film or with the history of the film. Uh, I know you're a fairly avid reader uh have you have you read the book jurassic park oh man thank thank you for for calling me that i was just talking to somebody the other day about how i love reading i just have not done it in forever reading <laughs> reading yeah um, i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt brandon but you know it was <laughs> I, I so i i saw i saw jurassic park in the theaters as i'm sure you did as well oh yeah uh and uh I then I saw it with my dad and my older brother, and then I went to the library as soon as I could, and I checked out the book, and I read that, and I read The Lost World. Um, so uh, yeah, I I I I would say I really liked it, and even even further back, uh, 
we'll go ahead and include this in there. There, when you could still rent movies on VHS. Oh yeah, be kind, rewind, the, suckers. Oh yeah, I went to this uh, the, this this movie rental place near my house called Tenerife Video, and uh, I remember looking on the walls. And this is back in the eighties when I was when I was young as a young kid, just a young pup, young pup. And there was always this uh, this movie uh, cover that always grabbed my my imagination, but I never I didn't watch it until I was older. And it was of a cowboy with his face off, um, and underneath the face was was robotic parts. And that movie was the original Westworld. Oh, Yul, okay. Yul Brenner, which was also written by Michael Crichton before Jurassic Park. That's right. Uh, so, uh, so I would say like this this kind of theme of of theme parks gone awry has always been something that's fascinated me. Yeah, yeah. I Jurassic Park always sticks out in my mind because I'm pretty sure it's the first movie that I saw multiple times in a theater, and. Yeah, so we're talking we're talking 93, I was 10, almost 10 years old and loved the movie. Uh just so fascinated by what now seems almost like really dated like CGI and stuff, but just the look of the dinosaurs and the the story and everything. I just I, I really love this. I think I probably saw it like two or three times in the theater. Um made sure I have like several versions of, of the DVDs and stuff like that because I like bought them singularly and then in a box yeah. set and things like that. So uh, I still have not gotten through the new lost or Jurassic world movie. I, I keep taking like bite-sized pieces off uh, on, on HBO and then I'm like, eh, yeah, no, that's enough for now. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, what I really loved about Jurassic park was one, obviously, um, the the dinosaurs and things like that but i grew up as a huge fan of theme parks in general as as well and so i've always had a big fascination with disneyland grew up in southern california was a huge disney fan growing up and uh, really loved disneyland and, and going there and reading about it and reading about walt disney's vision for the park and the things that he wanted to do differently uh, so, so this episode really kind of just brings both of those things together for me and there are so many references to, to both Disneyland and other, and other theme parks, but then also Jurassic Park itself that it just, like, I don't, I know we've done so many, like, recaps where we're like, what is our favorite episode of the series? But this is, if I haven't said this is number one, like, it's in serious competition for it just because there are so many things that have, like, other pop culture references that I really enjoy as well. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, I I can't I can't I can't compete with you on your love of of theme parks. Uh, oh, I, I know you show. can't, and I don't expect you to try because there's <laughs> there's like there's like the Mickey Mouse ears right behind me. Oh yeah, there's a haunted mansion print thing right over here. Um, I w- I went to Universal and I, I went on on two rides total this on on Saturday. What it what it must be like to be you. I- <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Megacron uh, Orlando. You can go to Disney World while you're in Orlando. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Send him to me. Oh, never mind. Oh, well, uh, no. Go to the panel first and then go ride Pirates of the Pancreas. 
Pirates of the Pancreas. Uh, so okay, let's 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 get let's get into it. Um, we all know we all know the story of Jurassic Park. Uh, they they go to a park where there's dinosaurs and then dinosaurs escape. Something like that. Yeah. Let's simplify it. Yeah. You're pretty much it. Uh, you nailed it. That's the elevator pitch. <laughs> Steven Spielberg's like, I love it. Love it. Cut, print. I, it's already it's already complete. Um, so in this episode, of course, uh, Ruben with Korea and Pearl right. Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Uh, Rick, Rick tosses morty into theirs uh injects him injects him in, into reuben there and uh the, so the first thing he sees is uh well the first thing that he hears morty hears is welcome to anatomy park uh what what is uh you wrote that that line that that's, line that's in the i mean like that whole welcome to jurassic park like that's like I think it was in the trailer, wasn't it? Like it was just like so, like core to the film. It's this, oh, like they di- they didn't even fully understand, like in the movie, what they were getting into when they got there, uh, right. and so like sort of that reveal, like oh, look it, it's Jurassic Park, and there's giant dinosaurs eating leaves and stuff. But yeah, like Morty is very much in the same position where he. He doesn't even know he's going to be, you know, shrank down and, and, and injected into a dying Reuben. Uh, and before he knows it, he's, he's in the front entrance of Anatomy Park, a, a, a crazy theme park uh, built inside of, you know, a, an ailing old man. So, yeah, I don't know. Like that, that's just the first part in this episode where you start to see the similarities between the two properties. And you know, from there, it just... You have that, and you compare that with um, the sign for Anatomy Park, which is a a blatant ripoff of, I mean, an homage to to <laughs> the Jurassic Park logo, uh, but done with a, a human skeleton instead of a T Rex. So yeah, it's just a couple of things right off the bat that that sort of get you in the mood that okay, we're gonna we're gonna do a Jurassic Park thing. All right, I'm I, I got you. Let's 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 see where this goes. Yeah. Uh so the obviously you know Jurassic Park you've got you've got the dinosaurs running around in Anatomy Park you have you have the diseases running around um and they're able to do that because of course there's a saboteur in in both of them. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh Dennis Dennis Nedry Played played by Newman. Oh, Hello, I don't know his, Newman. Why don't I remember his what actor's is his name? name ever? Uh, um, I happen to have IMDb open. I, I I'll, I'll, oh, uh, da, 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 da. Wayne oh. Knight. Wayne. That's right. Knight. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Knight. Sorry, I didn't get get your name right off the bat. Uh, he 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 got Wayne Knight's uh, name wrong. He got he got Wayne Knight's name wrong, guys. See, nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody, nobody okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> look at that <laughs> uh and then and then poncho uh, both of them messing with the security systems both of them are, are, are shutting things down um i one i, I mentioned westworld uh that's something that that doesn't it's not malevolent or um you know, it's it's not somebody messing around that that messes everything up in Westworld, which is which is kind of a difference. Um, well, yeah, and but- I, even even with this episode, they like where in Jurassic Park, you know, 
like right from the beginning that Wayne Knight's character is trying to get the embryos and, and, and he's, he's messing with the security system to be able to get access into them. So like, you know, like you see his plot through like the beginning phases of the movie and you understand why the, the park goes into chaos. But in the terms of anatomy park, Dr. Bloom assumes that it's just because of uh, what it like because of Ruben's health or because uh, he wasn't getting enough oxygen, I think is his reason. Oh, obviously he's not his brain isn't getting enough oxygen. And that's why the security system isn't working. Yeah. Like, why would you why would you tie a security system into the host's (laughs) brain power? Like. Well, that that has a shelf life, like for sure. It has to have a shelf life, and and certainly uh, that's a great this great discussion point. I, I mean, it's, you you're you're tying a security system to the brain of an alcoholic who has <laughs> who, uh, clearly I'm, come on hard time, and you're giving him money, so you're 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 probably fueling his addiction even further. There have to be there has to be glitches just based off of that, which which really you know maybe maybe Poncho didn't shut down the security system, right? Well, like he didn't necessarily. It, it was a chain reaction, right? <laughs> of I'm pretty of, sure he like, just shut it down, but you know th- you know Bloom is well, searching I mean, for answers. He d- he doesn't know what he doesn't think there's a saboteur, although <laughs> he does say to watch out for what's her name. Uh, Annie. Annie, yeah, because she has gotten several bad uh, reviews or whatever from her manager at the churros. <laughs> <laughs> I ate three churros this weekend. Okay. Um, <laughs> were they like eight dollars a piece? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I get a, I get like a discount because I'm a pass holder. So, <sighs> all right, weird flex, but good for you. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Uh, you you mentioned Xenon Bloom. Another kind of another tie there is uh the piece of amber, uh on his on his cane. Yeah, right? I, I never like I always try to look at that piece of amber on his cane because it's um obviously it's and this has been done a, a few times. Uh, obviously Hammond's cane in in Jurassic Park has it, but there's no like definitive like thing in the amber. On Anatomy Park, have have are, have you ever seen a shot where it actually shows anything specific in there? I have. Uh, I always forget to look until the very end of the episode, and I can't be bothered to try to go back sure. <laughs> and, and look. Sure. But I never, I never noticed any. Uh, it's it's amoebic. Is that a that should be a word if it's not? Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like it, it doesn't look like anything except scribbles. It doesn't look but like I, anything I, to me. Uh, another Westworld reference, huh? Let's just, let's just play the reference world. game for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I, my my question my question is he is uh, obviously he's a he's a I, you know count start a start an obvious obviously counter okay. for me t- tonight. Uh, I think that's like four already, <laughs> but he is the he is the episode tie to John Hammond as you kind of mentioned already right, yeah. uh, from the movie. My question is, where did Xenon Bloom get this amber? Because Xenon Bloom is is amoeba, right? 
is in a, he's an amoebic form. Where did he get where did he get this bone staff? One. Do you want to ride the bone staff? <laughs> and where did he get why 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 amber? You know? I is, is it even amber or is it like a like a like a crusty booger? There's a part of is me gonna... that like wants there to be a backstory to that cane that never got further than like a whiteboard in the writer's room. <laughs> but like where that's not actually a piece of amber, but it's actually like I don't know, like a gallstone or yes, something like that, yeah. you know, that like, he just like polished up and attached to a couple of insignificant bones and made himself a cane. <laughs> that is really just for decoration because it seems like he's he's getting around just fine without it. But uh, it, it really does complete complete the picture with the glasses and the mustache on his <laughs> amoebic form, as you so put it. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. The next next up, this this thing I want want to bring up. There's uh, when when they're in the theater towards the end of the episode, <laughs> Xena Bloom is eating ice ice cream, <laughs> and it, and he's spilling on himself. And he's like, "Oh, whoopsie!" <laughs> uh, and uh, Annie and Morty are making out. There's the there's the Reuben robot that's explaining what's going on, and I I'm pretty sure that obviously. I'm pretty sure that's a that's a that's the Rick and Morty's version of Dino DNA. That's right. Uh, I'm Mr. DNA. Uh, yeah, no, I I I definitely think that that's what that is, and is again one of my favorite little bits from Jurassic Park is that that little background scene where the animated deoxyribonucleic acid is is telling oh. yeah that's my weird flex for the episode um but yeah where he's like talking about how they made the dinosaurs and it's it's a very fun and creative way to uh just explain all the backstory without actually having to show it in in in, in the actual story uh but yeah i like that we get to hear a little bit about ruben's history and his failings during the dot com crash and in in the late nineties and <laughs> how 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 he came on hard times and had to had to agree to have a theme park built in his body instead. <laughs> that's 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 an interesting story to me that he is a, clearly a, a veteran and obviously clearly a veteran Korea. from one of those wars. Korea. <laughs> right? yeah. and he must have had like a really good life up until the 90s and then and then all of a sudden turns into like a typical homeless <laughs> veteran like oh. probably like had a family a successful success yeah, successful he probably he probably had shares in pets.com or oh, yeah. no <laughs> you know some, oh no <laughs> something something solid like that so <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, like Prodigy. He 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 had. Uh, he was a major stockholder in Prodigy and uh, <laughs> Netscape Navigator. He, he was like, "Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna make that uh, that AOL money. You just wait and see, everybody." <laughs> yeah. I, the other thing I really like about it, and I I put this in the um the the sort of ties to Disneyland bits as well, but just like. The the way he's just an an, animatronic character on stage very much makes me think of like great times with Mr. Lincoln or or great moments with Mr. Lincoln and some of those 
some of those attempts uh, in in the Disney parks early on to use animatronics to replicate like a real person engaging with the audience and you know it's it's believable and especially as uh animatronics have continued to be perfected now it's incredible uh some of the stuff that, that they, they can make with that but yeah i don't I, it's i just i just love that there's just this really poorly kept uh <laughs> animatronic on stage trying to address an audience that has no concern about what he's talking about and they're very consumed with their uh ice cream and attempts at second base so yeah you know do you think you can get to the nipple morty uh i'm trying to get to both of them yeah uh so that that's that's that was the reuben ridley show um (laughs) oh uh quick six 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 nine uh says compuserve uh, CompuServe, yeah. yeah. God, CompuServe. CompuServe. Just a bunch of just a bunch of failed things. Yeah. Hey, Keegan. We. we Keegan says hello. To oh, you. hi, Keegan. Uh, yeah, I actually have I actually have Jeremy in one of our short outs for later. So stick around to the end of the show, uh, Jeremy. You're you're already up in listener suggestions and short outs. Uh, all right. As as we were saying, we got a few other uh, ties to Jurassic Park. Before I just completely nerd out about theme parks for, I don't know, like four or five minutes. (laughs) Uh, And one of those is when they are sailing down through the intestines and, uh, or I don't know if they're actually sailing down yet, but uh, (laughs) gonorrhea, (laughs) they they roll up on some gonorrhea and uh, (laughs) uh, I think Xenon Bloom's like, don't move. He can't see us if we don't move, which they're in a moving boat, I'm pretty sure. So that that's already a flawed theory, but uh and then Gonorrhea immediately attacks them and he's like, Oh no, I was thinking of a T-Rex. Which again, they like hasn't the story come out that they're pretty sure the T-Rex's vision was not based on movement, and that is that is definitely just like a lie that the movies tell us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure. I think they they did come out with like <laughs> with that. Like, how does it make sense for a a, a carnivore or predator to not be able to see things? Yeah, if it yeah. doesn't. They don't... So remember, kids, if you ever see a T Rex, their vision is not based on movement. So get the heck out of there. Get the get the hoo ha out of there. Uh, but but thankfully, you bring up the the T Rex point. Um, and this is, this is a good, excellent point from all the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies is, is it, is the T-Rex a hero? I don't get it. Why is the T-Rex always helping people? Right? Yeah. Like, and, and this, and this is kind of leads into the end of this episode where, uh, they're being chased by Hep A and then Hep C happens to be near the nipple hole. And, uh, and and hops out and and eats Pepsi and and and, and kind of gives the thumbs up. And Morty's uh, like, "Do we have like a relationship with him?" <laughs> and uh, and he's just like, "I don't know. I think he's just I think he's just a good guy. I think he's just like that." Uh, which is very much the way that the T Rex has ended up in most of the Jurassic Park movies now, where they're being chased by raptors or. You know, Scientosaurus, whatever the 
the the fake dinosaur <laughs> Indom- is Indominus and Dominic's Rex. Rex, whatever they're called. Uh, yeah, and then <laughs> T Rex comes in and saves the day. Uh, if, if the next movie, if the T Rex like gives a little claw up or something at the end, then we'll know yeah. we've really we've really come full circle. But yeah, again, another one of those things that really just kind of ties the movie Hammer back it. into the show. Hammer it, hammer it home, hammer it home. Right. I want to, I, I want to, I want to ask you something, Travis. Uh, Jurassic Park, Westworld, um, the 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 thematic through line of of those those films and those stories is it's like the God creates man, man creates dinosaur, dinosaur kills man, women inherit the inherit the earth. That's not the actual through line totally, but it's the a, the whole little, follies of it's man. It's a little pores, the inconsistencies in your in, in the hairs. It uh, yeah, chaos theory. Chaos, chaos, chaos theory, theory is what those movies are about. Uh, but the follies, follies of man. Uh, how how does though how does that theme compare to this episode? Well, I think I think it's. Uh, I mean, it's really at the core of the episode where some guys get together and have an idea. Hey, let's build a theme park in an old alcoholic, and <laughs> they end up raining down blood on Christmas over the continental United States. Um, yeah, like. Sometimes we don't get it right. So I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I think it's, I think that you could say when they have to explode a giant Reuben over the United States that, uh, yeah, they've, they've maybe, they've, maybe some things have gone wrong. Yeah. But they're going to keep I, trying and they're going to keep trying <laughs> with Summer's boyfriend this time. <laughs> they're going to keep trying. I, I, I think Rick and Morty does this, something really good where they uh they will take a a theme and then at the end they'll kind of subvert it thanks thanks to rick so you know whereas in uh jurassic park the the novel hammond gets killed by copies because he's a cripple and the copies uh tear him up at the end when he's trying to escape uh and he gets his comeuppance for trying to create these animals and um he he learns he learns his lesson oh yeah he rick, learns it. rick on the other hand uh his lesson is uh well shoot i'll try again uh i gotta get this pet parts of pancreas up and <laughs> up and right. right we don't pull any punches uh, morty <laughs> uh and, and so i think that's an interesting kind of way of being like well rick hasn't learned anything he i mean he wasn't he, he wasn't trapped in the park just as grandson was, he he's good to go from there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, any other any other like Jurassic Park bits? Any other themes or anything you wanna you wanna highlight from the episode? If if they if they come up, I will ask them to you. But off the top of my head, uh, I just know there's there's a lot of different uh, uh, kind of Disneyland bits. Oh man, Disneyland so bits. and I, I mean obviously a lot of these shows are, are produced in uh southern california very close very close to disneyland so mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. makes sense that some of these some of these references would be like straight straight out of disney parks uh but i'll just run through the list of some things that i found uh very very funny or or related to to disney parks um spleen mountain uh very very clearly an off classic i, I mean you got Splash Mountain, you got Space Mountain, 
you got you got all the mountains <laughs> in these in these Disney parks. So while it doesn't make sense that there would Thunder be a mountain, mountain inside of a person, uh, it just it makes sense to name a ride Spleen Mountain. <laughs> Uh, you put uh, uh, abdomen land, abdomen. Uh, yeah, ab ab abdomen land. I think is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'm mad at myself. I'm mad at myself that I looked. God. Um. Yeah. So like they abdominal. also have themed lands uh, inside Ruben. Stupid asshole. Uh, so they had the abdomen land, and then I, I don't remember what the land was called. Like down by his, was it his kidneys or his? Uh, uh. Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever that organ is that's used to um, produce insulin, or no, um, that's supposed to filter uh, toxins in your body. But kidney, kidneys? Yeah, I don't know. Not not a biology major. Liver? That's that's definitely <laughs> not my deal. Um, Are you talking about the liver? Liver, liver. I think it was the liver. The haunted liver. The haunted liver. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so, um, those are great. And then obviously we, we can't talk about this episode without, uh, referencing pirates of the pancreas, obviously three, four, obviously a reference to, uh, pirates, your counter, pirates, sorry, your own counter. (laughs) Oh, I get, we're going to compete to see who said obviously more in this episode. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, uh, pirates of the Caribbean, which turned into a major movie franchise, which then, influenced the ride again um for better or worse but yeah uh great ride love pirates of the caribbean one of my favorites growing up so i'm really glad that rick stuck to his guns and and made sure that he put a pirate ride inside of reuben uh and then there's also stuff like uh there's a monorail uh there's the bone train genuine electrified Genuine bona fide electrified six car monorail. Monorail, mono monorail. Um, yeah, you you talk about you talk about the Reuben Ridley show, and all of it all of it gets put together, just like Disney, uh, with the Imagineers. Yeah, yeah, you have Alejandro, uh, in the post credit scene, who is their chief Imaginarian, uh, and he he's on the conference call with Rick saying, uh, hey, Alejandro here. Uh, listen, we were we were asking ourselves, uh, what does a pancreas actually do? <laughs> does it make pirates? No. Does it? And, it makes insulin. <laughs> and and I know and I know you know what Imaginarian is, uh, Imagineer. An Imagineer. That's, that's right. It was my dream job growing like, up. Exactly right. Exactly right. And one day when I grow uh, up, I may still do it. Who knows? Hey, l- let me know. I know. I know somebody who is an Imagineer. So okay, don't rub it in, man. No, I, I mean, no, I mean, he's not famous, uh, but he did work on, um, you know, uh, Wreck-It Ralph um, in Moana. It's no big deal. He's an animator. Oh, that's um, not an Imagineer. So, no, no, he is an Imagineer now. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Cool. I'm just saying. Good for him. Is he working on the new Star Wars land? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, ooh. Uh, I would, I'll find out. Which is so going to be open like tickets. any day now. Uh, so that's fun. That's, that's that's an that's, topic. that's an that's an apathetic enthusiasm discussion that we'll have <laughs> right after we wrap up this episode. Um, that's right. But yeah, they have the uh, the small intestine after all. Uh, miles and miles of little robots singing about a small intestine. Uh, just just great stuff. Great stuff all around. And I I, I don't know. I think I, the writers did a great job of of pulling some of those classic theme park elements and incorporating them into the episode. So. 
at classic, classic stuff. Uh, all right. Any other any other thoughts on Anatomy Park? I think that is no. I loved it. That is our 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 valid attempt Top 10. at a, at a third whack at this episode. We promise not to talk about it anymore until uh, the break between season four and season five. Uh, I will say that I watched this episode and I realized that it's been a while since I've watched an episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. I'm like, man, this is a good show. Yeah. I, I know. I'm going to start playing it. it on the TV in the office a little bit more and <laughs> uh, not just talk about it. We should, we should keep watching these shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well that, that is it. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked, we talked about the episode. We talked about the movie is if there's anything that we missed that you think of that you want us to point out be sure to send us a message over on twitter over on our email let us know what you think and we will we will incorporate your commentary notes in the next segment that we do called listener suggestions and short outs there's there's no music for this part Uh, All right, listener suggestions and short outs. Uh, First up, we will go to some questions from the good folks watching live on our streams. Uh, Thank you to Keegan, who asked, guys, any updates on when season four may start airing? Uh, Nope. Sorry, Keegan. Nope. Nothing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Keegan. No no word. Uh, I will say that with with the rumor that there may be an AMA and again this is all it's all rumor it's all and hearsay uh, uh, till <laughs> uh, concords great great job uh if you if if the AMA stuff is true then i would imagine that something should be announced around that time um, i hope so that's a, i hope so that's about that's about all I can cross kind of, kind of hope yeah. for. Well, and I mean, I, they, I know they've been working on it for a while now and, and I, I, I fully understand that these, the show takes time and, and the animation process takes, takes a long time. So, uh, but I know, I think, I think Ridley for a long time has said late 2019 has always been his, his prediction. So yeah, yeah may, maybe that'll, that, that'll come to pass, but Thank you, thank you, Keegan, for that question. And and if you want to ask a question live on the show, uh, make sure you're following us on those social media platforms and over on Twitch and on YouTube, so that you can get notified when we go live and and join us uh, as we record the show. Join us. Join us. Assimilate unity. Google gobble. Unity. Become one of us. Uh, all right. Couple couple of short outs from from Twitter. Uh, Jeremy Young sent us a photo of the Plumbus that they have for sale at GameStop. Uh, if you've not uh, ventured into a GameStop over over the last few months, uh, many of them have sold a life size, I guess, a a a full size Plumbus in a box. And uh, yeah, I saw that item in the GameStop when I purchased my. Uh, Rick and Morty vs. Dungeons and Dragons hardcover book, and yes. the the lady that was working at GameStop had no idea. Like she didn't watch the show, she didn't understand why <laughs> Rick and Morty would have a crossover with Dungeons and Dragons. So she was asking me about that and trying to get me to explain it. And then she's like, "And what is that thing over there?" And pointed to the box 
plumbus item. And so then I proceeded to try and explain to her why a plumbus is funny and why it's a joke about how everyone has one, but nobody knows what it does. And eventually I just made my purchase and walked away. Yeah. And she's like, huh? Well, are you a power plus member? (laughs) Not anymore. I buy my games on steam. Uh, all right, but thank you, Jeremy, for for sending us that picture. Uh, did did you buy the Plumbus? I don't I don't know if you did, but I, no, I oh you talk no, Jeremy, Jeremy or, or Jeremy or by the Plumbus. Oh. Uh, if you if you oh, want to no. see the picture, you can head over to our show notes and uh, I have links to the tweets over there. Um, additionally, Philip Marks uh, loves Brandon's review of Return of the King. Um, That's right. Yeah, I don't even remember you giving a review of return of the king but (laughs) yeah it was it was very much uh uh, it was i forget what the context was but it was just just talking about how the oh maybe it was talking about endgame or like making fun of saying like endgame was going to come up and like maybe like the last hours and just like walking <laughs> and like or like packing packing their boat right it was yes. it was a joke about like packing their boat <laughs> for for the last hour like get out of here no. yeah all, right. all the action well well philip <laughs> liked it so thank you philip for for reaching yeah, out on philip. twitter and letting us You're know. The best. Uh, all right. And that's it for listeners, suggestions, and short outs. One last update. Uh, thanks to the power of live streaming. Uh, Jeremy did not buy the, the Plumbus. I, I know you're all at home. You're listening in your cars on the edge of your seat. Uh, <laughs> but I can, I can report that Jeremy did not, in fact, purchase the Plumbus. Uh, we should, uh, so we should it's have still available that for the next stop, episode. Guys, if you guys want to go get it, just go to whatever GameStop. <laughs> jeremy usually goes to pick it up for like 25 bucks or something jeremy tell us which one you go to and then we'll push that out to everybody and this then ep- we'll have this like episode a- bought, brought to you by the GameStop, uh one specific GameStop in some part of the by country jeremy's GameStop. <laughs> we'll start like a hunger games type of situation for the plumbus at jeremy's GameStop. yeah yeah there can be only one uh all right everybody that is our show thank you so much for listening uh i think i think it came out all right i think we did a pretty good job yeah yeah, did, did all yeah right. it's fine uh if you did enjoyed right. the show as much as we enjoyed <laughs> making it uh please head over to the podcatcher of your choosing whether that's apple Podcasts or stitcher or spotify if there is a way to leave a review we would very much appreciate it if you would rate the show let us know what you like about the show in a review it helps other people find the show and helps with searches and things like that. So if you have not done that, please go do it. And if you have, thank you so much. Uh, Brandon, is your neck okay? Yeah, I just, I'm getting old and my, my chin's turning into like seven chins. It's just, it's not, it's, it's not a good, it's, it's not a good look. I, I apologize. The fact that we video. do this on video does not change the fact that we have a face for radio. So kudos to all of you <laughs> that, that listen to the audio-only version of this podcast. Uh, That's it for now. We'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.